like a touchdown. This felt like an easy six. Defense is retreating quick. No, I got that cannon on me and receivers on a whim. Welcome, pressure was a bliss. Not afraid to take the risk. Swear to God, I hate to lose. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to another episode of Drop Balls Podcast. Your favorite podcast is Favorite Sports Podcast. Yes, you heard me right. I said your favorite podcast is Favorite Sports Podcast. Hope you all are having a good week so far. I hope you all were able to enjoy the full first weekend of football. We had college football on Saturday. Then we had the NFL on Sunday and Monday. And, man, it was a great weekend. It made for just a great a great weekend, man, especially if you're a sports fan or a football head like myself. We also had the w, WNBA playoffs. Um, so we, we've had a bunch of sports this past weekend, this week, everything. So hope you all was able to enjoy that. Um, before we get into the show, let's do a little housekeeping. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to go to the ratings and review section and leave your boy that five star rating. Let's push this podcast up Apple Podcast charts as well as, you know, if you like the podcast, dislike the podcast, please leave me a review. I know you're not going to really dislike the podcast because it's a dope ass podcast. So I, I don't even have to worry about the negative, the negative reviews because, you know, there, there shouldn't be any. This is a dope-ass podcast, right? <laughs> so uh, leave your boy a review. Let me know what you like, what you dislike, man. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, they do have a rating section as well. So please go ahead to the rating section and give your boy a five-star rating so that way we can get this podcast up Spotify's charts as well. And no matter where you're listening to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, any of those, please be sure to share the podcast with your friends, your family, or anybody that you know that loves sports just as much as you and I do. So please be sure to get the podcast out there. Spread the word, man. Uh, let, them, let, them know, let them know what dope-ass podcast that you all are listening to that you all enjoy listening to, right? Just let them know. But you know what? Let's get into, the, let's get into Sunday, man. You know, it was, it was great. Your boy was able to just lay back, relax. Uh, watch football all day. My son, he had he didn't have a soccer game, but he had some some type of soccer event that you know his mom took him and his brother to. So that was that was good for me because she took him out of my hair on Sunday. Because uh, usually I've had I have him on Sundays, so she took him out of my hair for a couple hours so I could just you know enjoy the football game, just you know sit back, relax, and enjoy the first weekend of NFL football. Watch my Colts tie with the with the Houston Texans. And you know what? Let's get into that game, man. Let's get into that game. Um, there's a lot of things that I saw in that game that I did like. There's a lot of things that I didn't like. But one thing I will say, technically, we did not lose the first week of the NFL season like we usually do. If I remember correctly, we were like one in thirteen um in in first week games. And you know, in week one games. So now I guess it's one thirteen and one. This is the first tie in Indianapolis Colts history. Uh, the last time they tied, they were the Baltimore Colts. So this is the first time in Indianapolis Colts history that there has been a tie. Um, and it's crazy because we tied with the Houston Texans. Most people are going to be like, oh, well, the Houston Texans suck, blah, 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 blah. But if you really look at that team and look at that defense, and if you've been watching, that defense that defense swarms around the ball. Uh, that The rookie safety they drafted, Jalen Petrie out of Baylor, that man, for some reason, is always around the football. Um, then you had Derek Stingley. You had, uh, what's his name? I forget the, the defensive end's name, but he was out there making plays. Um, he had an interception on a, on a screen pass. That was, uh, 
that was Matt Ryan's, you know, one of his two turnovers was an interception. He also had a fumble that he lost. Um, but you know, it was a, it was a really good, to me, it was a really good game. Um, Michael Pittman did his thing. Michael Pittman had nine receptions, 121 yards, one touchdown. Jonathan Taylor is Jonathan Taylor, 31 carries, 161 yards and one touchdown. So he's going to do his thing. Michael Pittman's going to do his thing. We got to make sure everybody else though is doing their thing. Right? So Matt Ryan did throw for 352 yards, but he threw the ball 50 times. I don't know if we really want him doing that. Um, at the age of 37, but also you don't you don't want to run your running back to death either. So we got to find a healthy balance between you know the run game and the passing game. Now we threw the ball 50 times, we ran the ball 38 times, so we did pass more than we ran. But still, you you still want to find a healthy balance. I believe we only ran about uh, I forget how many plays we ran on offense. So I, I guess you know 50 plus 38, right? That should give me the amount of plays, 88 plays, right? So we ran about 88 plays on offense, and I think about they ran about 70 plays on offense for the Houston Texans as well. So, you know, pretty similar. Um, we, we did hold up pretty well against their run game. They only were able to average 2.8 yards per carry. They had 28 carries for 77 yards. So, you know, that's, you know, that's kind of that's kind of good there. But again, it is the Texans. They were the worst team. They were like one of the worst teams in the league last year in rushing. Um, they didn't run Damian Pierce as much as I thought they would. He had 11 carries for 33 yards, so he was only averaging three yards a carry. So they didn't run him as much as I thought he would. Rex Burkhead got more carries. He got about 14. I mean, he wasn't that far apart, but still. Rex Burkhead got the 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 lion's share of the carries, right? Um, man, they scored two touchdowns, and it's pretty much look, man. <laughs> this cover, see, this is why I was worried about the cover three defense, the one high, um, the one high shell, uh, you know, cover three, uh, Gus Bradley system. This is why I was worried about it because it leaves the seams open. It leaves the seams open pretty much, and so both times, like both times, they scored. It was to a tight end down the seam. So what they would do, they would run on one side, they would just run verts. So they would run uh, Brevin Jordan on a vertical route on the outside, um, with like a little fade route on the outside, and then they would run another tight end. I forget the other tight end's name. Uh, uh, I guess O.J. Howard, right? Uh, O.J. Howard, they would run him down the seam. So they ran it to the right side, they scored on that one, and then another, another time down the field, they ran it on the left side, and they scored on the same. They scored pretty much on the same route concept, on that side of the field. And it was both both to the boundary side of the field. Um, that's one of the things I was worried about this cover three. Leaves those seams open. And if our safety isn't fast enough to get over there, or if he if he doesn't recognize it quick quick enough, then it's six like it was in this game. Um, but luckily, you know, in the fourth quarter, we was able to put some drives together. We forced a fumble in the fourth quarter that gave us some good field position. And we were able to score on that. Um, and we scored 17 points, 17 unanswered points in the fourth quarter and led to overtime. Now, in overtime, the Houston Texans got the ball first and Quiddy Pay went out there and did his damn thing. Now, first off, let's talk about this first. Rodrigo Blankenship. That dude right there, he had two, two kickoffs that went out of bounds. One was in overtime. It was starting overtime. And he put them right on the 40-yard line. And so in a game to where you only got to go down and score, you're giving them some good field position. But luckily, our defense showed up and it was like, uh-uh, not, not today, sir. So um, Quiddy, play, Quiddy Pay sacked Davis Mills, I believe, on the first play. 
Then on the second play, there was a uh, I want to say there was a penalty on the second play that moved him back even further. And then on third down, Quiddy Pay got to the quarterback again, and you know he got the sack, which is which is great. You know that's good. That's what we want to see. Um, he got the sack, and so we end up getting the ball. Matt Ryan drove us downfield along with Jonathan Taylor. We get downfield, right? We get downfield, and so first down. I think we're like we're like on the 16 yard line. If I remember quick correctly, we're on the 16 yard line, and um, we run the ball with Jonathan Taylor on first down. I believe it was first down. We run it with Jonathan Taylor. Then it's no, no, no. My bad, my bad. Yeah, first down. We run it with Jonathan Taylor, and then we um, we run it again. We was at the 24. So I'm looking at it right now, right? So we're at the 24 yard line. Um, Houston's 24. We run it with Jonathan Taylor. He gains eight yards. Um, so now we're second and two. We run it with Jonathan Taylor again, and he loses three yards. So now we're third and five. So now we do a, a play action bootleg with Matt Ryan. And see, this is this is where I had an issue with. I don't I don't think Matt Ryan Matt Ryan Matt Ryan helped us you know get to this point in the game where we had a chance to win this game, right? But what what happened was is that. He took a sack when he shouldn't have taken a sack. And that made it fourth and ten. That or no, that didn't even make it fourth and ten. That made it fourth and eight. My bad. It made it fourth and eight. And so on fourth and eight, uh, let let's my bad. Let me back up. Let me back up, right? And I posted this on Twitter. Let me let me back up. I posted this on Twitter. Um, there was a play that on that play, Matt Ryan rolls out and he has Michael Pittman open. And my thought, my thought is just throw it in front of him because the the safety in the corner on that side on the so Michael Pittman was running a a, um, a crossing route. He's running a crossing route, and so Alec Pierce was lined up on the right side. Michael Pittman was on the left side. Alec Pierce ran his route. He took the safety in the corner to the end zone, pretty much. So Michael Pittman, all he has is green grass over on the right side of the field. Just throw it in front of him. Lead him. You got Derek Stingley, who's right behind, who's pretty much right behind him. But just if you lead them, either it's an incompletion or it's a catch and possibly a first down. And that gives us some more that gives us some more time to do what we need to do. Maybe get into the end zone. We had two minutes left at that point. So you if you lead him, then and he catches it, then it's all good. But if you just or maybe just even throw it at his feet, because my thing is you don't want to take a sack right there. You don't want to take a sack right there because going backwards, that doesn't help anything out. That isn't, that's not what you want to do in the game of football. You don't want to go backwards unless you're about to punt off and you just want to get, you know, field position. But this is, this is for the game. This is for us to win this game. And so you give our kicker where at first it was a 39-yard field goal. Now you move it back and it's a 42-yard field goal. And now I'm not saying that it's, it's Matt Ryan's fault that we lost this game because Rodrigo Blankenship, he has to go out there and hit that, hit that field goal. It's 42 yards. There's no reason for you to be for you to miss that field goal. And I don't know what it was this weekend, but kickers were just on one this weekend. But it's 42 yards. You got to be able to hit this field goal. He misses it, and we end up tying that game. <laughs> we tie that game. Um, and now we go to Jacksonville and we play in Jacksonville. Now we start, we usually start off slow. So I don't know if this is an indication of what's going, maybe we starting off mid right now, rather than starting off slow, we're starting off mid, we're starting off medium, lukewarm, right? So, so maybe that means we go into Jacksonville next week and we actually win the game in Jacksonville, but who knows, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. 
Uh, but also, I want to talk about that game real quick. But now I want to go back to the Bills game versus the Rams. opening f- The opening game of the NFL season, right? Josh Allen versus the defending Super Bowl champions and Matthew Stafford. And now, Matthew Stafford, he had a hell of a game, right? He went out there and threw, I want to say, three interceptions. He had a hell of a game. And a lot of the things that were going on was that elbow. They, you know, they were, everybody was talking about the elbow. I really didn't have too much concern for the elbow. But watching him in that game, I don't know if it was the elbow or if it's just timing with his receivers because Cooper Cup still did his thing. Cooper Cup had 13 receptions, 128 yards, and one touchdown. Tyler Higby, he still had his targets. He had 11 targets, five, only five receptions for 39 yards. But he had he him and Cooper Cup had the, the the most targets between them. They had 26 targets. Cooper had 15 targets. Tyler Higby had 11. So I don't know if it's a timing thing where, um, you know, Matthew Stafford feels comfortable with them. He didn't really throw in training camp. He didn't throw at all in the preseason games. So I don't know if it's just a timing thing with the rest of the receivers, right? Like you have to get comfortable with an Allen Robinson. You got to get comfortable with a Brandon Powell, a Tutu Atwell. And he wasn't able to do that in training camp because of his elbow. So I, I don't know what's going on there. We'll we'll see it. We'll see this weekend when they take on the um I want to say the Atlanta Falcons. So we'll see what's going on this weekend. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he got the lion's share of the carries. He had 13 carries for 47 yards. Cam Akers only had three carries, and he had zero yards. Cam Akers has to be better. I don't know what's going on there. But let's talk about Josh Allen, right? Now, y'all know I picked the Bills to win this game. And Josh Allen, he was 26 for 31, three touchdowns, two interceptions. I think he had a fumble. No, he didn't have a fumble. James Cook and Zach Moss had fumbles that they lost. Um, But he did his thing. You know, he started off kind of slow. And once again, it's that timing thing. When you play like one game in the preseason, um, in the middle of the preseason, you don't do anything else. You know, you lose some of that timing with your receivers. Um, but Stephon Diggs didn't miss a beat. Stephon Diggs, eight receptions, 122 yards, one touchdown on nine targets. Gabriel Davis, four receptions, 88 yards and a touchdown. Gabe Davis, I told you all to watch out for that boy because that boy is going to be special. But that defense for the Buffalo Bills, hey. <laughs> them dudes look for real and maybe they have a chip on their shoulder because what happened in that overtime game and the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs maybe they trying to get it back in blood this year because they feel like they've been disrespected because everybody's been talking shit about them because they were the number one defense last year but now everybody's been talking shit about them like were y'all really number one or it looked like y'all were a bunch of frauds because y'all couldn't do anything to stop the Kansas City Chiefs so so you know I don't I don't know I don't know I really don't know. I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. But we're we're gonna see this week as the Bills take on the Tennessee Titans. Oh, <laughs> and I can't wait for that game. I think the Tennessee the Tennessee Titans start 0-2 this year. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna shut up a lot of Titans fans on Twitter. Some of them are homies, but you know, it's it's a rivalry, man. Coach for Titans, ALC South is a rivalry. So, you know, I need them to be quiet and let the coach just go ahead and take the division. But we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. Um, the other game I wanted to talk about was the Bengals and the Steelers. Now, I did call the Steelers to win this game, and they came out and they impressed. Um, that defense was all over Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was sacked seven times <laughs> for a total of 39 yards. Um, he threw four interceptions, and they just couldn't get it going. Jamar Chase had him a hell of a game, though. Ten receptions, 129 yards, and one touchdown. He had him a hell of a game. Um, and to be honest, Cincinnati 
probably should have won that game. Um, but there was a play on the goal line where Jamar Chase caught the ball. And instead of challenging the play to say to see if it was a touchdown, Zach Taylor and his offense or his uh, his coaching staff decided not to challenge. And so it was it wasn't called a touchdown. It was called, you know, down at the one yard line pretty much. And I think that's kind of what cost them the game, because I thought Jamar Chase crossed the pie line like he crossed the line with the ball when he switched the ball to his right hand. It, it crossed. It broke the plane. Um, but they ended up getting stopped on the goal line, I believe. And I also think their kicker was missing field goals as well. Even the Steelers kicker was missing field goals. Um, but that defense played lights out. It was a, it was a crazy game. Like that Steelers and Cincinnati Bengals game was a crazy game. Mitch Trubisky, he was 21 for 38, 194 yards and one touchdown. So he didn't really do much to be like, you know, confident in him going forward. They also lost T.J. Watt this game. Even though he only had one sack, it appears he might have torn his pectoral muscle. So that might be something that we we look at going forward. I know a lot of people are saying it wasn't as serious because he might not have to have surgery on it. Um, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens moving forward. But I don't know. It was a it was a sloppy game. It was a good game, but it was a sloppy game. It was good just because you saw, I don't know, you saw the shit talking on Twitter between the the Bengals fans and the Steelers fans, and I think that's what made it good. That's what made it entertaining. Um, the Bears and 49ers game, that wasn't that entertaining. You know, it was monsooning out there, so uh, 49ers lost to the Bears, but that game wasn't – that game was a little meh. <laughs> it was a little meh, but, uh, you know, we're going we to move on. Actually, we're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back from this break, um, we're going to get into my picks for the week, man. We're going we're gonna to talk about my picks for the week and, and we're going to move forward. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be right back. How you love me? I'm up in the booth. Said I'm lying, like, show me the proof. Get in my back, put a six in the deuce. Shit, like, who? I'll keep your bitch, that's juice. And you can't walk a mile in my shoes. You ain't throw as much shots as I do. You don't talk on the Glock like I do. And you definitely throw in that plot like I do. Lately, I've been feeling alone. But I'm clutching my comb. Pay to my mama, I'm gon' make it home. 20 minutes goes, I ain't to my phone. Then I heard JBA make it home. They say if I could keep up and be strong. Nah, why? Cause that shit was wrong. Then I told him to keep that bitch on. I got my front, but is you behind me? Get goofy like Bowen and Gina. Or get pretty like Keisha and Tommy. They get daddy like Whitney and Bobby. I put my pole, she thinks she gon' lie me. With the 30, I move extra cocky. If I ain't dead, I ain't dead, they can't stop me. Scotty and Naughty and Scotty, my top three. He was smoochy to spin, call up Gotti. So so with Noxie and Lobby. No, who the who ain't for Scalati? He be bugging his name is Lil Nas. If I tell him to get him, I know that he got me. So I got him, he stay right beside me. I be thinking like she moving walkie. She keep telling me, Flocky, you got me. Is you gon' cry for me if it get rocky? I pull Ross out of two like it's hockey. Can't box right now, but it's punching like Ali. Gotta keep it out or they gon' watch me. And I know that the fish had a lock me. Riding with it, I hope they don't stop me. If they do, then it's gon' be a hot seat. I pray God take the will, hope he got me. I 
I let him. Hop out first, you better catch him. They only got one up on you if you let him. How you told them you fed him, you fed him. Nigga, too, he got shot at some bro, I'm a dead him. He can't come to this block, I won't let him. No, not he spotted me, got him, he get him. And no drama, gonna hop out and stretch him. Dougie B, he gon' throw like McGrady. Paulie B, he be throwing like Brady. Bullet for JB, this shit got no safety. When we up, better duck, we go crazy. We gon' head up his ligament, shit, even lazy. That's on bro, I got shots for who hate me. That's how they raise me. Like. And I told bro, this gon' be another one. I got both for the chop or another one. And I promise they won't take my mother's son. Think that I'm going, these old niggas dumb or something. Who these old niggas think that I'm running from? Running from. So we back from that quick little break. Hope y'all enjoyed that little joint right there. That was K-Flock being honest. You know, shout out to the New York drill scene. Uh, it's a crazy, it's a crazy world up there in New York. But yeah, you know, shout out to them. They they got some good music coming out of there, especially the little drill music, man. It's, it's some crazy stuff out there. But now, um, before we get back into the, the NFL stuff, um, I do want to say shout out to Asia Wilson, man. She won her second uh, WNBA MVP this year, and she was the WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. So shouts out to her. I thought it was, you know, when it came to the MVP, I for sure thought it was between her and uh, Brianna Stewart of the Seattle Storm. But shout out to Asia Wilson, man, for doing her thing, going out there hooping, man. Los, hey, the Las Vegas Aces, man, they look like they about to take the whole thing this year. They really look like they about to, they about to do the damn thing this year. So. Shout out to them. They they took out my storm, man. They took my storm down. Uh, I believe it was in what uh, I want to say four games, maybe five. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they took they took the ladies down, man. They they <laughs> they took them out, took them out. And I think Brianna Stewart is a free agent this year, and I think uh, Sue Bird is retiring. So we'll see what happens with the team moving forward. Hopefully, they bring Brianna Stewart back and they continue to build around her um, and build that team up because she's a hey, she's a monster, man. She's a beast. But let's get back into this uh, this football joint, man. And I, I do want to say this. Before before I go into my picks, I want to say this, man. Um, about our kicker, or our former kicker now, Rodrigo Blankenship. After that game, they decided it was time to part ways with him. And I, and I don't disagree. After he missed that field goal, I was on Twitter, and I was like, cut him. Cut that boy. We, we got to let him go. It, it's over with. Got to let him go. Got to cut ties with him and, and and not look back. And so that's what they did on, I believe it was on either Tuesday or Monday. They decided that it was over with for him. Um, because, you know, this isn't the first game that he cost us. Like when we go back, and I'm not going to put the whole Baltimore Ravens game on him because it's not all his fault. We had a huge meltdown on that team. Not only that, but like our uh, our our corners, they started getting hurt. You know, we lost pretty much all of our corners. But this man, he had a bunch of opportunities to help us win this game. He missed the extra point, and he missed two field goal attempts that could have won us those games, or won us that game. Um, and that's not the only game, man. That's not the only game that he went up there and messed up the church's money, man. It's really not. Um, so, you know, it, it was time to part ways with him. It was time for us to to send him up the road, send him up the river, man. And hopefully, you know, he can revitalize his career, but with another team, because we can't, bro. We we are in win now mode. Um, outside of 
outside of like some of our receivers or whatever or whatever, because our receiving room isn't that strong in my opinion. Um, I still think we need to add to that room, but still, like we're in win now mode. We got Matt Ryan, we got the running back. Um, hopefully our defense is there. We're supposed to be bringing back um Shaq Leonard or Shaquille Leonard. He practiced on Wednesday, was a full participant, so that was good to see from him. So um, hopefully, depending on how he feels today, on Thursday, depending on how he feels, man, um, it looked like all systems go for Sunday because, hey, we need him. We need him to man the middle of that field um, at, at the linebacker position in the run game and the passing game because you know he's going to cause them turnovers. That's what he does, man. He's a turnover machine. He's the best linebacker in the NFL right now, man, hands down. But – here we go, man. We got our Thursday night football game, the Chiefs versus the Chargers. AFC West matchup, and um, this is a big one. This is a big one. Everybody started to write off the Chiefs just because, you know, Tyreek Hill left, and they thought that that uh, Patrick Mahomes was going to fall off. But, no, Patrick Mahomes went out there and showed y'all why he's considered to be the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, he was 30 for 39, 360 yards, and five touchdowns against the Arizona Cardinals. And I know people are going to be like, oh, well, it's Arizona Cardinals. It's the Arizona Cardinals. But this is the same Arizona Cardinals that that made the playoffs last year um, and that people were kind of, you know, just trying to hype up and stuff like that. So now, because Patrick Mahomes goes out and does his thing, people want to belittle the Arizona Cardinals team. And Patrick Mahomes, you got to you gotta listen, man, you got to give him respect. He still got Travis Kelsey. Kelsey had 121 yards and one touchdown that game. You still got to give Patrick Mahomes his, his respect because he's still that guy. He's that guy. Um, but anyway, this is the Chargers versus the Chiefs. Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes. Um, we know that Keenan Allen will not be playing this Thursday because he, I believe, is a hamstring injury that he suffered in the game they played against the Raiders this past Sunday. Um, so they will be without Keenan Allen, but I believe they have, um, who's the other receiver, not Mike Williams, but there's another receiver that I think Jordan Palmer, I believe that's his name. Um, Jordan Palmer, who's probably going to step in for the injured or Joshua Palmer, my bad, Joshua Palmer. He's going to step in for the injured Keenan Allen. Um, so maybe he goes out there and does his thing, but to be honest, man, I think Kansas city has gotten better in every aspect of the game, defense, offense, special teams, all of that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see this game. Justin Herbert's still going to go out there and do his thing because I do believe Justin Herbert is him. Justin Herbert is one of them. He's one of those quarterbacks that, that's going to challenge to be the best in the league. Um, I, I don't know if he overtakes Mahomes, but I'm just saying he's going to be one of those quarterbacks that challenge, you know, Patrick Mahomes, um, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, whenever he comes back, um, and, and all of those quarterbacks, I think those quarterbacks are going to be challenging for the best quarterbacks in the NFL at some point in their careers. So, yes, Justin Herbert is him. Um, we get to see that defense against a high-powered offense, um, against an offense that knows, that can take what the, what the defense gives them. So you, you're going to see that defense with that with that supposed to be pass rush they have now. JC Jackson, JC Jackson, I believe, is questionable for this game. So this should be this should be a really good game on Thursday night, man. This should be a high power game on Thursday night. I got my little bets in there. Kansas City's favorite by four. Um, the over under is 54. I got my bets in there on my little parlay right now. The, on my little uh, player props. So we're gonna see what happens with that. Um, then we go into Sunday, man. We got the Colts versus the Jaguars. 10 a.m. game. I'm on the West Coast. 
So it's a 10 a.m. game. Um, and listen, man. Uh, oh, you know what? I, I messed up a little bit earlier because I said on a Wednesday night. The game is the game is tonight. The game is Thursday. But uh, when I was talking about Shaquille Shaquille Leonard, I said on when we'll see how he, how he feels Wednesday. He was a full participant on Wednesday. We're going to see how he feels today on Thursday, um, you know, and going forward to see if he's ready to play on Sunday. So anyway, Coach Jaguars, Sunday uh, morning game. Man. Oh, I didn't give you all my pick. I got the Chiefs winning against the Chargers. Got the Chiefs beating the Chargers. Um, now for this Sunday game, the Colts versus the Jaguars. I'm taking my Colts, man. I understand our history in Jacksonville. I know. But for me personally, I just feel it's time to rewrite history for our team. And I think this is where I think this is where we do it at, man. I understand we tied last week against the Houston Texans. But I, I feel like I, I don't know. I have a feeling that this is the game that we're going to rewrite history. Um, we're not we're probably not going to have Alec Pierce because he is in cu- concussion protocols, which I don't know, man. He dropped the touchdown, a wide open ass touchdown pass last week that probably would have won us the game because if we score that touchdown, we're up 10-0 at that point rather than 3-0, right? So um, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I know he's in concussion protocols right now. So I don't know what's going on with that, but I just feel I feel like my Colts are going to pull this game off. I feel like Matt Ryan's going to get them right this week, and we're going to be able to pull this off, and we're going to be able to get the W in Jacksonville and shock a lot of people. Now, our our line is uh, minus four. We are favorites in that game. The over under is forty five and a half. I don't I don't know if it's that high scoring game. It might it could be because I, I think I think we could put up about twenty eight on the Jaguars. Um, I think we can put up twenty eight on the Jaguars, and we can hold the Jaguars to about seventeen. I think I think that's what's going to happen. This game, I think we beat the Jaguars 28 to 17. Um, then we got the Jets and the Browns. Now, I believe Joe Flacco is still going to be the quarterback for the Jets this week. Um, and with that being said, you know, I think I, I think I'm gonna pick the Browns to win this game. I don't really care too much for Jacoby Brissett, but I just think they have a better defense. They have a really good defense in, in Cleveland. And I also think that I think they could win this game. I think this is a winnable game. It's the it's the Jets, man. It's the New York Jets. No disrespect to Jets fans, but come on now. Cleveland's at home. They're six and a half point favorites. The over under is 40 points. I understand they let up about 28 points last week or 20 points last week to uh to Baker Mayfield. 20 24 points to Baker Mayfield last week. But I don't think the Jets are as good as the Panthers are. I think the Panthers are pretty I think the Panthers are a better team than the Jets. Um, me personally. Then we have the Commanders and the Lions. Now, they are in Detroit for this game. The Lions almost beat the Philadelphia Eagles last week. I believe the score was 38-35, to 35, or they almost beat them this, this, this past Sunday. I believe it was 38-35. to 35. The Lions fought back into that game. I, think the, I don't think the Lions are going to be an easy out this year. The Lions are one-and-a-half-point favorites for this game. They are at home against the Washington Commanders. Um, Carson Wentz last week, he threw two interceptions. Carson Wentz is going to have his moments. He's going to have his moments where he flashes his talent, and he's going to have his moments where you realize why the Colts were willing to get rid of him after just one season. Um, I got the Lions to win this game. I think DeAndre Swift has another really good game. I think Jared Goff, you know, he he manages the game well, and I think they end up winning this game. He has enough talent around him to help him win games. So it's now now it's time to do it. So I, I like the Lions in this game against the Commanders. 
Um, they're like I said, they're one and a half point favorites. The over under is forty eight and a half for this game. So we're gonna see what happens. Then we got the Saints and the Buccaneers. They are in New Orleans um, at the Caesars Superdome. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. This this is this game's gonna be tough. But I think the Saints cover, man. I think the Saints win this game. Tampa Bay is two and a half point favorites. Over under is forty four. So it's crazy that the Saints are not favored in their home stadium. The Buccaneers are favored in the Saints stadium. But I got the Saints taking this game. I think Jameis Winston does enough to get them the dub. Hopefully, um, his back, his body's not hurting like he was saying um, last Sunday. Hopefully, he's in a good place going forward. And I got them winning this game. I think their defense is good enough to stall Tom Brady out a little bit. And I think their offense is just good enough to kind of expose that Buccaneers defense that exposed the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night football. Um, Then we got the Panthers and the Jets – or the Panthers and the Giants – and listen, man, I picked the Giants to beat the, t- the Titans last week, and they, they pulled it off. They pulled it off. It was 13-0 at first, and it was looking like the Titans were going to win that game. And the Giants came back, and they Saquon had him a game. Saquon had about 100 or had, I think it was close to 200, 194 yards of total offense. He has 164 on the ground, and I believe he had about, um, about uh, 30, 30 re- or um, – receiving yards I think he had about 30 receiving yards Saquon did his thing man so I got I got the Giants beating (laughs) beating the Carolina Panthers they're in New York I I just like the Giants man I told you I think the Giants the Giants have a lot of talent on that team and I think they can I think they're gonna make some noise this year man I think they're gonna do some things this year I got them beating the Carolina Panthers in New York on Sunday Patriots versus Steelers um Dang, man, this this game right here, I'm not too sold on the Patriots right now. I don't know what they're doing at their offensive coordinator position. Um, I believe Matt Patricia called plays last game. Maybe Joe Judge is calling plays this game. I'm just not – I'm not buying it. Um, I still like the, the Steelers' defense, even though they don't have J.J. Watt. I still think they have a pretty good defense and that they can still make some noise and get some pressure on the quarterback. We know Mac Jones has a hurt back. So I like the Steelers in this game. New England is two and a half or two point favorites, but I like the Steelers to, to handle handle the job at home um, and beat the Patriots. Then the Dolphins, Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson gonna go out there and do what he do. I wasn't really I wasn't really sold on what Tua did last year. I know I said Tua wasn't gonna have any issues getting Tyreek Hill and them the ball, but um, I wasn't too impressed with it, what I saw from him on Sunday. Um, yeah, he was 23 for 33, 270 yards and a touchdown, but I just wasn't impressed. I wasn't, I wasn't really impressed. He didn't really do anything that jumps off, you know, jumps off the page to let us, to let us believe like, okay, he is the future of this team. He didn't do anything like that. Um, so I got the Ravens winning this game. I do think Lamar Jackson gets it done. He shows a lot of people this year that he can get it done with his arm. Now, last year, the Dolphins gave him – they kind of gave him hell because they, they just played man-to-man and blitzed the whole game. But Brian Flores is no longer there. So I don't know if they're going to have the same game plan going into this game against Lamar Jackson. And if they do, I think Lamar Jackson's at that point because this is a contract year for him, right? He, they, he hasn't signed his extension. He hasn't signed an extension. He doesn't have a new contract. So I think this is the time for him to prove everybody wrong, prove his doubters wrong. And I think I think he carves up that Dolphins defense, um, and they get the job done in Baltimore and win that game. Rams versus the Falcons. I think this is a, a 
I think this is a dub for the for the Rams. I understand the Falcons played the New Orleans Saints very hard last game, but that's a divisional game. You expect that to happen. This is just a conference game. This isn't like a rivalry or anything. And I think this is a bounce-back game for the L.A. Rams, and I think we see a lot of stuff that we didn't see in the first game. We see those things corrected, and I think the Rams get it done um, at home against the Falcons. Seahawks versus the 49ers, man. Seahawks went out there and did their thing against the the, uh, the Denver Broncos on Russ's return back home, and they shut it down. They, they got the job done. Now, I will say this. The Broncos shot themselves in the foot a lot. They had over 100 yards in penalties, and they shot. The, they just shot themselves in the foot. They did a lot of dumb stuff. Um, who 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 wastes like thirty seconds to call a timeout to kick a, a sixty-four yard field goal on fourth and five to end the game? Like that. That was just stupid. You don't pay your quarterback a quarter of a billion dollars to go out there and kick a field goal when the game is on the line. No, you pay him that kind of money because you want him to get the job done when the game is on the line. You send your quarterback out there on fourth and five to get the goddamn job done. You don't send the kicker out there to kick a 64-yard field goal. That's just not what you do. But anyway, I digress. 49ers versus the Seahawks. They are at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. Um, I have the 49ers winning this game. I think this is a bounce-back game for Trey Lance. He goes out there and he does his thing. He lights up that Seahawks defense. I don't think their team is really that good. Like I said, they are closer to their rebuild than people think. But they still got some ways to go. I don't think their defense is there yet. And I think the 49ers feel that they let one go in Chicago week one, even though there was monsoon. But I think Trey Lance bounces back. And I think that offense and that defense, they bounce back and they get the shit done. And they beat the Seattle Seahawks like they should. Then we got the Bengals versus the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys, they're missing their quarterback. Dak Prescott, he is injured. He broke his thumb. He had surgery. Uh, they expect him to be out about six to eight weeks or six to eight weeks. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But I got the Bengals bouncing back. They go into Jerry World. Joe Burrow doesn't get sacked. Well, I don't know. He might still get sacked because that offensive line is still pedestrian. Um, so he might still give up some sacks because, you know, Michael Parsons is him. Michael Parsons is that dude. But Cooper Rush will not get it done for them. I think the Bengals win this game. Um not to mention, I mean, Dak didn't really have a good game the last game he played, right? He didn't play well. He didn't look good. Looked like timing was off between him and his receivers. He kept throwing behind the receivers. I don't know. It was just really weird. It was weird as hell. Um, but I think the Dallas Cowboys defense is pretty good. But are they good enough to stop Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and um, and T. Higgins if he's playing? I know he's in concussion protocols, but T. Higgins if he plays. I don't know. I don't I don't really think so. So that's going to be seen on Sunday. Um, I got the Bengals winning the game. We got the Texans going to Denver to play on the play the Denver Broncos. Um, I like the Houston Texans in this game. I know that's surprising. Denver's favorite by 10 points. But I like the Texans to beat the Broncos. Um, the Broncos defense didn't look that good to me against the Seahawks. Uh, Geno Smith was able to carve that defense alive. Um, I think Davis Mills will be able to do the same thing. I think he has, uh, I'm not going to say better talent at the receiver position because Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are really good receivers. Um, but I do like Nico Collins. I like Brandon Cooks. And I like I like his tight ends. I like Brevin Jordan. I like O.J. Howard. I think Davis Mills gets it done in Denver. And I think the Texans win this game in Denver on the road. And they start off 1-0-1, just like the Indianapolis Colts. So we'll still be tied ahead of the division with the Houston Texans. But I got them winning this game. 
Um, Cardinals versus Raiders. I think this is the Raiders games. This is the Raiders beating up on the Cardinals easily. I don't think the Cardinals are really that good a team. Personally, I never thought they were that good of a team. Um, like I said earlier, I understand what everybody else said, you know, how they were feeling about the Cardinals. When they were saying the Cardinals were, were it, I was saying not so fast. And I don't really think they're that good of a team. I still think they're a good enough team to where they shouldn't be, you know, getting five touchdowns put up on them by Patrick Mahomes and getting beat, getting beat the hell down. I don't think they're that bad of a team, but I just don't think they're, they're going to be able to run through the AFC West this year. I don't think that's going to be able to happen. Um, and, you know, they're still missing uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I don't know who else is on the injury list this week. I know they had a list a list long full of injuries last week. Uh, J.J. Watt, I guess, is questionable. Um, Jalen Thompson is questionable. Andy Isabella, questionable. <laughs> Rondell Moore is questionable. Zach Ertz, Trayvon Mullen, they're all questionable. So, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. But I got the Raiders winning this game. I could be wrong about what I say about the Cardinals. I, maybe they are a good team. Maybe they are a playoff team. Who knows? They were a playoff team last year, right? But we saw what happened halfway through the season. So, I don't know. I just don't have that much faith in them. Then we got the Packers and the Bears. Um, Sunday night football. I got the Packers. Bounce back game for the Packers. They're 0-1-1. We saw what happened last year when the Packers started 0-1-1. Then they went on and took the league by storm. I think this is the same thing. Bounce back game for the Packers. And it's against the Chicago Bears. I think they go out there and they put in work. And they do the damn thing and they get the dub. Uh, then we get to the Monday night games. There's two Monday night games this week. We got the Buffalo Bills versus the Tennessee Titans in Buffalo. I got Buffalo, baby. The Titans are starting 0-2. I got Buffalo. They're 10-point favorites. I think Josh Allen and that squad gets the job done, and they have the Titans starting off 0-2. Them and the Jaguars are tied for last in the division. I think that's what happens this week. Um, then we got the Vikings versus the Eagles, and I like the Vikings in this game. Um, I'm, I know the Eagles, they went up there and they put a lot of stuff together for this team. Um, I'm just not sold yet. Uh, I will say this, <laughs> AJ Brown did work last week, but so did Justin Jefferson and they're using Justin in the slot, putting them outside. Justin Jefferson had nine receptions, 184 yards and two touchdowns. He told Green Bay, y'all, y'all mugs can't cover me. Y'all can't guard me. Y'all can't stop me. And I think Jefferson this year shows and puts the league on notice on why he's one of them ones. He's one of them. He's elite. He puts the league on notice and, and, and tells people to put respect on my name. I'm the best receiver in the league. I think that's what he does this year. Um, he really could have a Cooper Cup-like season, um, but that'll be left to be seen. But I got the Vikings winning this game. So we're going to go back through my picks. We're going to start with the Monday night games. I got the Vikings. I got the Bills, the Packers, the Raiders, the Texans, um, the Bengals, the 49ers. The Rams, the Ravens, Steelers, New York Giants, the Saints, the Lions, the Browns, the Colts, and the Chiefs. So those are my picks for this week. I will be posting them on Twitter as well. Actually, I'll go ahead and post them tonight on Twitter so that way everybody can see them. If you don't follow me on Twitter, be sure to follow me at DropBallsPod. Um, you know, we have a good time on Twitter. I'm always in Twitter spaces. If you're a Colts fan, be sure to tune in to Horseshoe Pride. Every Wednesday at 530 Pacific, 830 Eastern. 
as well as we do it uh, every every post game after the Colts game. So we will be doing one this Sunday after the Colts and Jaguars game. Win, lose, or draw, we always in there. Um, me and my, my co-host Meg, we be holding it down. Uh, but, yeah, be sure to check that out. And you know what? That's all I have for y'all tonight, man. That's all, Or today, not tonight. That's all I have for y'all today. Um, but before before I sign out, I do want to say stop overreacting. It was only week one. We don't need all the overreactions. It was week, it was week one. Week two, you know, you, you can you can overreact a little bit. But we, we, we got to stop with the overreactions with the NFL. But anyway, man, y'all enjoy y'all weekend. Enjoy college football this weekend. Enjoy the NFL this week. Um, and, and, and let's, let's talk next week. Let's see what happens, man. But until next time, peace.